bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello everyone, I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's program, the central bank and financial regulators voiced more support for real estate financing. And Sinopac inks a historic 27-year LNG purchase deal with Qatar Energy. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. China's financial regulators on Monday stressed the need for facilitating financing for the real estate sector at the annual conference of Financial Street Forum 2022, as more financial support would be in the pipeline to stabilize the sector. The real estate sector is related to many upstream and downstream industries, and its virtuous cycle is of significance to healthy economic development, said Yi Gang, governor of the People's Bank of China. The PBOC has tailored policy solutions to local specificities, including cutting mortgage rates and down payment ratios to support real housing needs, he said. In all, 200 billion yuan worth of special loans were unveiled to support the delivery of sold housing projects, while a structural policy tool was launched to encourage commercial banks to support the delivery, he said. The program of the Second Arrow, a risk-sharing scheme to facilitate bond financing of private enterprises, including private real estate enterprises, was also expanded, he added. Shortly before Yi's remark, the PBOC released a statement on Monday that called for effort to maintain steady financing to the real estate sector, including loans to property developers, construction firms and individual home buyers. The country will support a reasonable extension of existing loans and trust loans relevant to real estate development and facilitate additional financing affiliated with the special loans to ensure housing project delivery, the statement said after the PBOC and the China Banking and Insurance Regulatory Commission convened a meeting on Monday with heads of commercial banks. Data from the National Bill of Statistics show that the country's real estate development investment shrank by 8.8% year-on-year during the first 10 months of the year, faster than an 8% decline a month earlier. The country's over five-year loan prime rate, a benchmark for mortgage rates, was kept at 4.3% on Monday. Yi Huiman, chairman of the China Security Regulatory Commission, said at a forum that the CSRC will support real estate enterprises' plans to improve their balance sheet, mergers and acquisitions in the real estate sector, and equity financing of enterprises that have a certain size of real estate business, he said. And Pan Gongsheng, deputy governor of the PBOC, said the country will roll out short-term measures and improve long-term mechanisms to promote healthy and sustainable development of the real estate sector. Moving on to some regional highlights. The central bank and other seven government departments co-issued a document on Monday on setting up five financial experimental zones for technological innovation in Shanghai and four nearby cities in the Yangtze River Delta region, which include Nanjing, Hangzhou, Jiaxing and Hefei. The document outlined plans to further upgrade experimental zones covering the five select cities into an advanced demonstration areas for assisting tech innovation, policy reforms and industrial fusion within the next five years. The central bank also mentioned the need to encourage application of the latest technologies in the financial sector, including blockchain and 5G in accelerating tech innovation. Plans for IPOs of technology firms will also be supported. Next on industry and company news. 
Oil giant Sinopec has signed a 27-year purchase agreement with Qatar Energy to buy 4 million tons of LNG per year, the Beijing-based company announced yesterday. The LNG will be delivered to Sinopec directly from Qatar Energy's Northfield East expansion project through the buyer's receiving terminal, the Qatari firm said. This is the first long-term LNG purchase deal between two state-owned energy companies and the first LNG purchase agreement for the extension of Qatar's Northfield project, Sinopec added. China Eastern Airlines, the first carrier to order the C919 aircraft, will be the first to operate the country's first self-developed large passenger plane by June next year. The C919 has met the regulatory requirement of the Civil Aviation Administration of China and it is ready to fly in the first half of 2023, the carrier said yesterday. China Eastern will also buy new China-made ARJ-21 regional planes, as the firm has already operated 11 of them as of last month. Chinese electric vehicle and battery maker BYD will deliver 64 electric buses to Norway's Nobina, Europe's largest bus operator, in the second quarter of 2023. The order comprises 40 12-metre and 24 15-metre electric buses equipped with BYD's self-developed electric thermal management system, which will be able to adapt to the extreme Norwegian weather, the Shenzhen-based company announced on its WeChat account yesterday. Leading Chinese liquor maker Guizhou Maotai said sales revenue before tax has exceeded 100 billion yuan so far this year, mainly because of strong sales from Maotai branded liquor, the Guizhou province-based company said in a statement yesterday. The liquor maker said it is confident of achieving the revenue target of 125.9 billion yuan this year, up 15% from last year. Volt Energy Technology, the world's 10th biggest battery maker, has been given the green light to go public on the Shanghai Stock Exchange's Nasdaq-style star market, expecting to raise 15 billion yuan. The Greywall Motor-backed manufacturer intends to invest 11.5 billion yuan of the proceeds in three projects to extend its production capacity of lithium batteries in Jiangsu and Guangxi province, with a total investment of 36.8 billion yuan. Switching gears to financial news, China's monetary policy has provided significant support to the real economy and has proved to be well calibrated, governor of the PBOC said Monday. As the Chinese economy is faced with challenges and downward pressure this year, authorities have adjusted the monetary policy in a timely fashion to provide greater support to the real economy, Yi Gang said. And the PBOC has not substantially expanded its balance sheet, he added, noting that its size has remained relatively stable over the past five years, with an average growth rate of 2.6%. Chinese lenders labeled global systemically important banks shall issue total loss absorbing capacity tools or TLAC in offshore markets to meet the country's target, according to the PBOC's deputy governor. Domestic banks whose systemic risk profile is deemed to be of such importance that their failure would trigger a broader financial crisis should establish and improve TLAC's internal management mechanism and drop plans to achieve the medium and long-term target of phased TLAC regulatory requirements by 2025 and 2028, Xuan Changneng said yesterday. 
The Beijing Stock Exchange's benchmark index, also known as the BSE 50 index, closed 2.55% higher on its debut on Monday. The index has 50 stocks considered to be representative of the market, providing a tool to monitor the overall performance of the BSE for all sides, the board said Friday. Wrapping up with a quick look at stock markets, Chinese stocks closed mixed on Tuesday with benchmark Shanghai Composite edging up 0.13% while the Shenzhen component shed 1.18%. Hong Kong stocks fell for a fifth straight trading day with the benchmark Hang Seng Index sinking 1.3% and the tech index dropped 3.2%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.